Hello and welcome to the No Easy Way Out podcast. My name is Tony Nash and we are coming to you as always from the Armory in beautiful downtown Owasso, Michigan, home to my company, AZ Business Solutions, where we help grow your brand from A to Z. Now we are joined today by the Owasso Main Street Manager, Josh Adams. Josh, welcome to the show today. Hi, Tony. Good to be here. Thanks for being with us today. It's a pleasure to have you. Now, I met Josh, I met you about six years ago. Um, I was the general manager at the Comstock Inn, which was our local downtown hotel. And I went to a board meeting, I believe it was, for the Convention of Visitors Bureau. And it was at Abiding in the Vine Tea Room, which is a little restaurant slash tea room uh, that's actually the the number one rated tea room here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. It actually belongs to your mother yep. uh, by chance. But I went there for the meeting. And that's the first time I met you. And, uh, you know, you were at that point just kind of talking about coming on as the Main Street Manager. I had never really heard about what a Main Street Manager is or what they do. Um, I know we have a great business in town called Main Street Pizza. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, is he going to manage the pizza place? Because they have awesome pizza. Don't change the recipe. But then I learned it obviously was not that. And then I kind of heard you talk a little bit about some of your ideas and visions for downtown. At that time, there really was... A lot of empty buildings in downtown. There was not a ton of business. Um, and, of course, we're going to talk about how that's changed over the last six, seven years uh, uh, drastically. But um, that's kind of how we met each other. That's how I know Josh, of course. Uh, when I was at the Comstock, Josh was very supportive because we were a downtown business. And then when I moved on to start my own business, Josh was one of the people I spoke to about it. And he's been very supportive of what we're doing here at AZ and uh, it's just been a pleasure to work with you. So, Josh, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and kind of what you're up to these days? Sure. Um, born and raised here in the area. Graduated high school from Corona uh, High, uh, High. Go Cavs. Yes, go Cavs. Um, uh, and uh, just basically, uh, you know, grew up here, loved the community. Um, when I was around 25, I started a youth mission here in um in in the city of Owasso Mm -hmm. um worked with youth for about 12 years and um when when the youth started getting a little older um as they do uh, as they always do (laughs) um they uh we we wanted to try to find ways to plug them into the community um um, it was a it's a gospel-led youth mission the the one that we ran edge missions Mm -hmm. um, from 2004 until 2016 Mm -hmm. um and uh, uh, it was important for us to, to do more than just uh, uh, minister to the kids inside the four walls of the church, but to bring them out into the community. So um, we started looking around, places where we could plug the kids into. And I met a gentleman by the name of Dave Acton. I know um, Dave very yeah, well. That uh, told me about this thing they, they call Main Street that, uh, that had started up a few years back here in, in, in the city. So I just, uh, go, you know, kind of vetting it for, for my ministry, I dove in um, to a couple committee meetings and, uh, um, uh, you know, just f- fell in love with the system, fell, yeah. actually joined the committee. and, and um, At that point, there was no Owasso Main Street, though, right? Yes, there was. Oh, it there was. was. Actually, it was okay. actually functioning. I, they, I didn't know that. They had all the committees up and running. It, it started uh, back in 2009 here. Okay. In, I didn't know in that. In the community. Yep. Uh, this would have been 2012, probably. Okay. Yep. Um, and uh, um, kind of fell in love with it. Uh, plugged the kids in, started doing some activities, um, and uh, 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 sooner or later, eventually the, the position came up. I kind of threw my hat in the ring um, and uh, got the job. Um, uh, I do not have a f- uh, my actually my field of work is is uh, prior to that was environmental consulting. So I was uh, <laughs> I graduated from University of Michigan. Um, and go uh, Wolverines. Go Wolverines, yes. I <laughs> uh, went from black and gold to blue and gold. Yeah. Love it. Um, but uh, um, finished my degree there and then went right into Genesee County area uh, doing environmental consulting. So it was a different, a bit of a career change sure, jumping absolutely. from, from uh, environmental work into uh, what I was essentially community organizing. Yeah. Um, but uh, loved it, loved, loved working with, uh, with, with that field of work. But this was really something that... Uh, spoke deeper to me about connecting right. with people and right. and be, being part of a community revitalization plan um, mm-hmm. and uh you know, it's kind of off to the races from there the last six years uh, have been kind of a bit of a whirlwind but loved every minute of it yeah so. and obviously uh josh is a well-known figure in our community um if you go to any kind of board meeting or community event you're probably going to see josh there uh, he is extremely uh, interwoven into the fabric of our community and a lot of people know him and he has a great reputation and so 
He's certainly been a good representation of our community. And as I said, a lot of things have really turned around in our community. But for those of our listeners who still don't really know what a Main Street yeah. manager is, uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about what a Main Street manager is exactly and what kind of you do to help the community revitalization? Sure. Um, the National Main Street Center was birthed um, out of Chicago, two different locations, Chicago and Nebraska, actually of all places, um, Iowa, excuse me. Iowa. Um, and uh, out of the National Trust for Historic Preservation. Um, and it was something that was started in the 1970s when really the the community started to see urban sprawl. So mm-hmm. you started to see the big box stores. You started to see the, the mall pop up. Mm-hmm. And as a result, people were flooding um, flooding to that and leaving downtown um, empty. Yeah. Actually, I want to give props to that new, uh, the new season of Stranger Things. They actually <laughs> tell a story about, they actually interwove, interwove that story into, oh, really? yeah, because it's based in 1985, and, but it's just the geek <laughs> in me talking a little bit about that. But um, it, was, uh, it was a problem. Uh, people were vacating downtowns. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, the, the small mom and, mom and pop shop was uh, dying due to... Becoming a thing of the past. ...to the big box store. Mm-hmm. Um, and the National Trust for Historic Preservation saw that. And they uh, really made an effort to find ways to engage with communities to help tell their, their local story in, in an effort to help bring revitalization back. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a this is a bigger Main Street is a bigger thing than in the Owasso or sure. even Michigan. It's, sure. it's national. A national There's thousands of Main Street communities across the country. Yeah. We're one of them, um, and it's a network of, of people. Mm-hmm. And um, we're a little different here in Michigan because we have what's called a downtown development authority, which right. is a governmental entity. And when Main Street was introduced here um, in the state, uh, probably in the early late '80s, early '90s, actually in Oakland County, um, but uh, it eventually got kind of went statewide mm-hmm. um and from there um the natural fit was in a into the downtown development structure right um, because it was a built-in funding source yeah so from a local context um we're a wasso main street dda is a downtown development authority that uses the um, national main street model yeah. to implement the tax dollars that are captured by that dda mm-hmm. so um that model is based on a volunteer-led model i see um the idea that um you know th- they're they talk a lot about um how you know for years many people thought someone in a big white horse was going to come in and save <laughs> their community right um in in those times of, and, and we there are many communities going through that right now right um but uh, they realized that that it was going to be local people that uh, sparked innovation, entrepreneurship in their communities, and mm-hmm. ultimately be they are they are going to be the answer yeah. to to what they need. And that was that's really the purpose of of Main Street. We have a four point approach um, through organization, promotion, economic vitalization, and design okay. um, that we use to. And, and it, you know, we could go into the gra- in the weeds with that, so to speak. Right. But we won't. But uh, um, it's it's all based on those four point approaches and using volunteers to tell the story and to implement revitalization through those things. And then it comes in a wealth of other sure. grants, and we work with the state, we sure. work with the MEDC, and, and, and things like that. And, and we've got to see it firsthand at work here in Owasso, um, as we've seen a lot of change, as I've referred to multiple times over the last six years, especially. Um, but for somebody that's out there as an entrepreneur listening, a business owner in a downtown or in a small community, and maybe they don't have a Main Street organization. By the way, do you know of, of a statistic of you know what percentage of communities have a Main Street? Is it pretty saturated? It's actually, or? Um, no, it's not. Um, there are, counting Oakland County, Oakland County kind of has its own separate organization, but then there's a statewide organization that we're a part of. It's called the Michigan Main Street Center. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based out of the the, Depart- the Michigan Department of uh, Economic Development Corporation, yep. MEDC as we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, statewide, I th- there's close to 50 
communities okay. Okay. that are Main Street. And then there are three levels to Main Street, associate being the first, select, and then master level. You kind of graduate in, up in classes um, by the, uh, certain accomplishes that you meet. Owasso is a master level Main Street. So, um, it, probably around 15 to 20 of those statewide. Okay. So if someone's listening and their community doesn't have one, what would you recommend or who would you recommend that they reach out to within their community to maybe get something like this started or to kind of help the process along? Sure. Um, if you're just, if, you're, if it, it's just a citizen that's interested in diving in, I would go into your city government and <clears throat> talk to your city manager. Um, if you have a, a downtown development authority in the community that you live in, talk, natural to, talk, fit. Yeah. talk to that uh, that individual that is the director there. Um, or you'll, you simply call up the MEDC um, and talk to uh, uh, Laura there at the office of okay. Michigan Main Street. They're really open with about that. And they're very All right, Laura, get ready for some calls. Exactly. <laughs> um, Laura Krizdoff is her name. She's awesome. Okay. Um, and it's it's twofold. It's it. it, it in, this, in, in Michigan, it is, uh, in many ways, in many times, um, tied to local municipalities. However, um, there are many throughout the state that are, are nonprofits, similar to Chamber of Commerce. Right. I guess that's the best local model to compare it to. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, if, if there's a group of business owners in the community, one way or another, you can start a Main Street. Okay. So we're going to dive into Owasso, Michigan here in a little bit because that is, that is your place. That mm-hmm. is your home my home it's where we both work and uh, i think it's a good model i think even the state has done some case studies on our model here and kind of shown some of the progress that we've made so we're going to dive into that in a second but first i want to give our audience an opportunity to get to know you a little bit better and so we have this thing that we do on the show called this or that and so i'm going to give you 10 rapid fire questions this or that you got to choose one or the other don't think about it don't get apologize for it first. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just just answer the question. This will tell us everything we need to know about you. Sure. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Uh, Mac or PC? Mac always. Apple or Android? Apple. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Seinfeld or The Office? Seinfeld. Good man. Action or comedy? Action comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Facebook or Instagram? Oh. Instagram. <laughs> Every day, closer and closer, always to Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you know they say Facebook's for old people, and know. so you know I think just the age in us, you know, mm-hmm. we're just creatures of habit. But yeah, Instagram is certainly becoming more and more popular. Steak or chicken? Steak. Wolverines or Spartans? Wolverines. I think we know that. Always. I think I know the answer to this one, but this will lead us into the rest of our conversation. Amazon or shop local? Always shop local. Yeah. Okay. And obviously. You know, there are some advantages and some conveniences to Amazon, and we won't dive too deep into that because that could be a whole nother. Um, but I would say check with your, your local businesses and see if they have what you're looking for first because uh, when you buy from them, you're supporting a local family, you're supporting uh, a local mom and dad, a local grandma and grandpa, and uh, there's a certain certainly a lot of benefits to that. So we talked a little bit about what a Main Street manager is, and we talked a little bit about your journey and kind of... Um, where you are today, but what was it really that kind of got you to the point where you said, I think I really want to tackle this main street manager gig? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I really didn't know what I was getting into, frankly. Um, I knew that, uh, you know, con- working with youth for so long, um, and working with youth in, in the, the Owasso area, um, I knew that connecting people to people, mattered right. to me um and it was a passion of mine and and, and and having people come together for um productive conversation has always been a passion of mine and mm-hmm. and is i honestly knew very other than my efforts in volunteering with the org organization committee prior to right. to joining on as director i had very little exposure to what main street was and all of the all that was detailed i just knew that going in um it was an opportunity for me to serve my community um, and also uh, to connect people, mm-hmm. um, and that's really what what drove me uh, to to want the, to to apply for this position. Okay, and I had a group of people around me at the time that that were were really great at uh, 
a group of people around me that knew more about what Main Street was yeah. kind of looked at me and said, you know what, you'd be a good fit. And I, all right, I trust you. Yeah. Because uh, I, I honestly loved what I did before. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I loved the company that I worked for. Um, but this was uh, twofold. It was closer to home. Yeah. I didn't have to travel as much. I mm-hmm. used to try, have to travel throughout the Great Lakes region. Yeah. Now, um, and that was a big, that was also a big uh, uh, draw. Draw, yeah. Yeah. But uh, for me, it was connecting people with people. Well, I think they were right. It's a good fit for you. I think you've done an extremely good job, and I'm I'm excited as a business owner that that, that you're the guy in charge, and I, I want to say thank you for everything you've done for our business, um, just even in promoting and pushing people our way and sending business our way, uh, giving advice when needed, and mm-hmm. always helpful. Um, so let's talk about our downtown specifically, Owasso, Michigan, right in the middle of the mitten, the palm of the mitten, uh, mid Michigan area, uh, small little town, population. Uh, uh, Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Fluctuates. Small little town, but it's yeah. a beautiful town. I grew up here. Josh grew up here. I, I lived in New York for a while, and you know that when they say there's no place like home, it's real. I know when I was growing up, there was really kind of this negative uh, vibe about Owasso. Uh, everyone I you talk to, my friends, oh, I can't wait to get out of this town. And of course, I think everyone that grows up in a small town has visions of getting out and. Um, but everyone said, I want to get out of this town and try something else. But everybody always comes back. You know, very few people that I know that have moved away didn't come back because it is just a great place for me to raise my family. We really love it. Um, but I, I know recently a friend of mine uh, who grew up here with me, he was in town visiting. And he came down and visited me here at the armory. And he was just blown away. We weren't talking about Owasso. We weren't talking about Main Street. We weren't talking about that. He just said, man, there's so much going on downtown now. I just noticed how many businesses and some really cool shops down there and cool coffee shops and cool restaurants. There's some little boutique shops. There's hobby shops. I mean, there's all kinds of neat little things happening. And uh, he goes, it's just really cool to see that. And I thought that was awesome for a hometown person. You know, we see it kind of happening progressively. And so we see little pieces at a time. But when you've been gone for a while, you come back and you see the big change it was really noticeable. And so let's talk about some of the things that have happened in our town. And I don't know what kind of statistics you have, but, you know, let's talk about some of the new businesses that have come into town. And, and there's all kinds of new residential spaces being built, some second-story apartments. You drive through downtown right now, and you see, like, five or six buildings getting refaced and worked on, work happening inside and outside of the building. So uh, talk about some of the things that have happened in downtown Owasso in the last, you know, five or six years. Sure. Um, in 2013, there um, there was uh, just shy of six hundred thousand dollars in private and local uh, private and public investment um, in in within the downtown area. Six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand. In oh. in 2016 17, there was over seven point two million. Oh my goodness! Uh, in this past year, 2017 2018, um, we're at about f- five point one million of wow. public private uh, investment here in the That's community. Amazing. So. We've seen an influx of, of uh, um, money coming in, but you know, it's it's interesting. It's not money coming in from the outside. It's local right. people taking risks to be able to um, do what they're doing. Now, there's lots of factors in that, right? There's the economy that 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 uh, is um, doing well, mm-hmm. um, but I, uh, the key to development, I think, is the belief that you can. Yeah. Um, in my in my work in our in our type of work, we talk about making place or place making mm-hmm. um, quite often, and you can engineer a great city park, mm-hmm. but if people don't want to be there, right? You just have a great looking empty city park, right? Um, same thing with development. You can have a great tapestry in, in historic buildings, but if there's nobody around that is believes that it can happen, right? Um, it's not going to happen. And sure. I think, you know, uh, I think that's the story of Owasso over the last six years. Um, it's more than just the people you see, you know, um, on podcasts like this yeah. um, or, or in, in the paper. Yeah. Uh, the fact is, is there's a, a large group of business owners and a large group of property owners in this community that have taken substantial risks mm-hmm. with their family, with mm-hmm. their livelihoods to just try it out. And I think it all stems from their belief that it can happen. Yeah. Um, when I started uh, really diving into the community, um, 
there was a saying that that was going around why not Owasso yeah so when people would say well you know there's a there's a craft coffee shop coming into Owasso people right. would go well why Owasso why Owasso right and the response would be well why not right why can't it happen here right and I think that's been the shift uh, you know 2007 2008 hit us really hard for sure um, that's when I moved to New York yeah yeah I had to. Mm-hmm. I took a job out there, and it was tough. Yeah, and it took our wind, the wind out of our sails. And I think we had kind of all of our eggs in one basket, that mm-hmm. manufacturing basket, and yep. and people didn't know what to do. Um, and you know, there was a group of people, you know, going you know, way, you know, back to two thousand seven, two thousand eight, that that really, really started to to try, try to do this grassroots effort. And yeah. you know, uh, kudos to business owners like John Hankard of Hankard Sportswear, a local mm-hmm. T-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we use them all here. the time. Yep. Um, Sue Treen with Apple Tree Lane, a, a local, uh, and it wouldn't create popcorn company. She makes yeah. the best darn popcorn you'll ever eat. For sure. Um, and along with many others. They're, they're just two that I, that I highlight. But there are a lot of business owners here that, um, and property owners here that said, you know, let's bring in this Main Street model. Let's be able to sh- change the atmosphere yeah um and there are all uh, other groups uh, other you know uh, religious organizations um a lot of churches in our community a lot of service groups that all kind of at the same time were thinking the same thing and yeah how do we change our belief of this community and yeah. it starts it started there for for all of us and well, i think that's the story that's been playing out yeah and i will tell you you know josh firsthand that when I came back from New York, of course, I'm in a thriving community in New York. I mean, I was in a community not much bigger than Owasso, probably population of 30,000. Mm-hmm. But the size of the town wasn't much bigger. The downtown wasn't much bigger, but it was extremely vibrant. There was 34 hotels in that little community at that time. Wow. There was a lot of uh, tourist area attractions there. But I come from this community where everyone's just... Sarat- it was Saratoga, New York. So everyone's like, Saratoga, Saratoga, Saratoga. Everyone just believed in it. Everyone mm-hmm. wanted to be there. And when I came back to Owasso, I was excited to come home. And one of the things I really noticed first off was, and this would have been like right at the beginning of, end of 2011, beginning of 2012, just the apathy that mm-hmm. was surrounding the community. And, I, and I, one of the first things I did when I became the general manager is I literally went to almost every business in Owasso and sat down with somebody and introduced myself and of course, the, the Comstock had gone through some really tough times, and it had a really kind of poor reputation. And so I just was determined I was going to change the reputation around. And so I went and sat down with everybody, every business owner. And, man, it was just like every, there were so many people that were just, eh, that's just a wasso, uh, it's just the Comstock. There's such an apathy. And I have really, genuinely, sincerely noticed over the last four or five years especially that it's not like that anymore. I mean, people are excited about Owasso and what's going on. Uh, you know, you mentioned a craft coffee shop. We have a coffee shop here in town called Foster Coffee Company. They're getting ready to open up their third location in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, they're really becoming known around the state. They've won some statewide awards. Uh, it's just a really cool place. It's been a place where everyone comes from the community and just kind of meets and comes up with new ideas. A lot of new businesses have started at Foster Company and at one of those tables. And then we got uh, a restaurant, Lula's, that has won some statewide awards for the best fried chicken. You're looking for the best fried, fried chicken in the state of Michigan. Lula's has that. And just a lot of stuff like that. So these aren't just even these little businesses that are kind of appealing to the community, but we're really kind of having a statewide appeal. And now there's just the spirit of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. If you were to go on my website under my podcast, why I started it, the very first line is inspired by the entrepreneurial spirit of my community. It's just such a, a positive vibe around here that people want to do something and believe that they can make it work in downtown Owasso. So how many new businesses do you know off the top of your head have you seen come in to the downtown area in the last five or six years? Well, I think the building we're sitting in kind of skews that a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, um, in a good way because it, it can consolidate so many great, great businesses. Yeah, all we love one. being here. Oh, and the, over the last five or six years, probably, oh man, don't quote me on it, but yeah. probably... 40 that's incredible yeah that's incredible Uh, mm -hmm. and uh of course there's some great events that happen downtown uh annually there's a great one coming up next week cruise uh, cruise the pits has kind of come back it used to be a thing when we were kids that there was this thing in owasso called cruise the pits where like on friday nights kids would get in their cars and they would drive this route around owasso and literally would just drive around for hours and they called it cruising the pits for some reason and it just kind of went away there was some people liked it, some people didn't, but now they've kind of brought it back and turned it into a car show, and they have a cruise, and 
it's becoming like a statewide event. And so just a really lot of cool things happening. And I, I remember there was used to be a time where you never seen anyone walking around downtown Owasso. And now you drive through the downtown on a nice day. You see people walking and shopping and, and people walking their pets and their kids. And it's, it's just really cool. So I think it's awesome to see the work that's happening. And I'm sure that will continue to go on. Um, but what is your proudest accomplishment in regards to the downtown today? The thing that you just really are, are excited about. Um, <clears throat> again, my thing is uh, people connecting people to people. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I think that the success that we've had over the n- number of years of bringing people together, <clears throat> organizationally speaking, the, the, the collaborations that, that we have amongst stakeholder groups here in the community, whether it be individual business owners or property owners, nonprofit organizations, um, you know, our, our main mission, uh, Wasso Main Street's relationship with the Chamber of Commerce and, and how we work together here um, in this building together um, mm-hmm. uh, to the Wasso Historical Commission, the downtown Wasso Farmers Market, which is the second largest yeah, farmers, so all, I don't know how all, I forgot to mention all that. outdoor farmers Love market. Love the farmers in the state. market, yeah. And they were really, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the farmers market was that first catalytic. Um, organization and event that did that it brought people back out into the downtown streets yeah and it ended up the people were talking to people and i think we we live in a uh, this is a little bit of a soapbox of mine but we live in a, a world now where everything is is a mile wide and an inch deep yeah and i think people there's something that within us that yearns for something deeper yeah. than that yeah. you know, we it, it, we need to be you know social media is great and it's a great platform for right. many things but uh, I think people have a yearning to to, to, to be known. Yeah. They have a yearning to uh, um, to plug in, and I think for sure the market did that. And then what were what Main Street has been able to do, and, and the people a part of Main Street have been able to do, is uh, you know, bring that identity back. Mm-hmm. And the way that we've been able to come together as or as multiple multiple organizations, multiple different boards, multiple different directors. The, the unity that we've found with each other under that idea that this can be a place that we can tell a great our great story of Owasso, mm-hmm. um, but also where people can succeed and mm-hmm. they can they can spark new ideas yeah and we can be a, a team and even sometimes a family as we do it right um, th- being able to see that come to fruition and I was just, you know we're just a our organization is just one piece. Mm-hmm. But to be able to see all of that picture being painted, right. for me, is probably the biggest success. Yeah. Uh, businesses will come and go, and great one, and we have great ones right now. Yeah. Um, but the longevity of a downtown is is when you see all of that come together. That's People when you see businesses for sure. stay longer and, and uh, succeed. So what do you think really has been the keys to this really? You know, I, I think maybe when you first started, there was probably some hope and even some ambition and drive but to really see it happening and coming together and i don't know if it's happened faster than you thought or slower than you thought but what do you think i think it's gone relatively quick and the the amount of changes happened but what do you think are some of the keys to why it's why it's working um i i I have three really that i I think are uh, number one i think first and foremost and the the ones that get overlooked probably the most are the property owners Mm-hmm. Um, we have amazing property owners in downtown um, that are willing to risk, um, and business owners. Sure. Um, many often they're business owners and property owners, but right. uh, um, the risk that they take to to do the things that have been done, and to you know, um, even organizations like the Chamber of Commerce to be able to look at the armory and go, you know what, we're going to do it, mm-hmm. and it might take us yeah. a number of years, but we're going to do it. And it, that takes a level of risk that. Uh, um, you, it proves it proves a, a loyalty. It proves a desire. It proves a hope that they have. Mm-hmm. And those property owners in our community are 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 that to me. I get to see. I have the luxury of seeing those those individuals day by day and right. see their family lives and, and 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 I know what they bring to the plate and I know what the, that that what it's done. Um, and I just have nothing but pure admiration for 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 those folks. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, two um, organizational goes back to m- with the prior question. Or- yeah. Organizational unity. Yeah. Um, the idea that we can work together, we can be transparent amongst organizations. It makes mm-hmm. it easier for people mm-hmm. to navigate, um, whether it be a, a, a municipality or, or or you know the small div- small business development center. Uh, you know all of those things. When an, when an entrepreneur comes into our community, 
um, resources resources yeah. and being able to have that unity makes it easier for, for them. Sure. And then also the idea of uh, uh, a, a term that I don't know if he coined it, but um, it comes from it comes from Dave Acton, our board chairman with Owasso Main Street, called coopetition. Yeah. So the idea that uh, businesses can compete and cooperate at the same time in an ecosystem of a downtown. Yeah. Um, and being able to, you know, it's more of a mindset sure. than anything, but to, to be able to embrace that idea, I think, uh, births success in a community. Well, I was wondering where the phrase came from. It was the first time I ever heard that phrase of coopetition was with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I had heard you mention it, and I thought, man, that's a cool, catchy word. And, you know, you, you hear it, and even though you never heard it, you kind of understand what it means. Um, and it's certainly... Uh, something that I've seen in action downtown, certainly something we've put into action here in that we are able to offer things to our clients that we wouldn't maybe be able to do if we didn't work with some of the other businesses nearby. And so um, I want to talk about why do you think, you know, I I don't want to dismiss the first two. I think those Mm -hmm. are also important, but I want to d- dive in a little deeper into this coopetition mm-hmm. thing because I think it is a unique thing, and I think if other communities and businesses and entrepreneurs could grab onto it, it could really be a help to them. But why do you think it's something that would be an important thing to look into for businesses and entrepreneurs, particularly when they're in a close knit area, community, downtown, such thing? Sure, um, <clears throat> I think it's a way to plug your big your business into a, a broader ecosystem i think especially if you're in a downtown community if you're or in a village or or a district within a community um the idea that you're an island all on your own is just false sure uh, now you have a business you need to run and that is on your back as a, i have a mother that's been a small business owner most of my life um and so i get it right um, um and it is a very individual thing when it comes to your business but uh, when you're plugged into a community like that or a district or a downtown um, success isn't de- isn't necessarily determined by that ecosystem but it certainly does help when it's all plugged together and it's running like a fine-tuned machine and I think coopetition um, helps with that it helps plug businesses together it helps create niche nuance nuances within your business model mm-hmm. that can both set yourself apart from different um, businesses in your community, but also complement the other things that are going on. Yeah. So when a, when a consumer comes in, it's, a, it's really an eventful experience to know that, that, that when you, and we've seen it in other communities, we might not be tagged that, they might not know that they're doing it, but right. every community that's thriving, every successful town that's thriving has those little nuances. Of, uh, for sure. Uh, it, and it really it, it, it sparks up uh, the ability for you as a business owner to, to create something Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> and we here at AZ, you know, we work with um, well over 50 different businesses in helping them growing their brands. A lot of them right here in Owasso, some of them in the state of Michigan, and some even outside of the state of Michigan. But one of the things we've noticed about working with clients in, in regards to digital marketing is what we do here is what clients really like it when they can come to one place and, and get a full service situation. And so instead of me having to hire a full-time videographer and a full-time photographer and a full-time web designer and a full-time... We have people on staff to do some of those things, but when somebody needs something outside of the realm of what we do day to day, we just incorporate some of these other local talented business people and say, hey, I got this client that needs some really great professional photography. You're a great photographer. Why don't we work together? My client only has to work with one person. They don't have to go to eight different people to get something done. So the client loves it. And it's putting business on the other, it's giving business to the other business owners. And it's just been amazing for us. And I've had this vision of AZ for a long time to work with uh, other businesses right across the hall from me. Now, we're a web design company. You look on our glass here and it says web design. And right across the hall from me are probably the two most talented web designers in our community. And I love the fact that they're right across the hall from me. Mm -hmm. You know, some people might get intimidated by that. Maybe they're trying to take business, but... You know, if it works for Home Depot and Lowe's and if it works for Rite Aid and CVS to be right across from each other, why can't we do it? And so we've actually collaborated. Uh, I don't know what the verb of coopetition is, mm-hmm. but 
we've actually worked together on a lot of projects and having the sounding board and you know bounce ideas off each other has been fantastic and i don't think that that would work in a lot of communities because people are so intimidated to work with other people or maybe not intimidated but uh, what do you think? There's, I think there's a lot of businesses that hesitate to work with someone that's considered a competitor. Especially, Why do you think that is? Especially with small business, I think there's uh, there's a, a scarcity mentality you can adopt as a small business owner. Yeah. And the idea that the market isn't big enough. Um, you know, for for our, from a local t- context, you know, I think our downtown probably captures. You know, countywide, there's there's almost seventy thousand people. Right. And our our downtown, even though we're the main, we're the biggest downtown in. In, in our county, uh, we might capture four to six percent of that county right. consumer market share. Um, yeah. yeah, imagine if that were to bump up another two percent. Oh, it'd be huge. It's it's huge, and and the so the idea that the market isn't big enough, um, it's it, it's ripe for the picking, frankly. Right. But I think the, there can be, if if we're not careful, a scarcity mentality that says, well, if such and such moves in, and it's similar to me, I'm how am I going to be? You know, and what that what competition does is it allows you to go out into that broader market, right? And reach out in different ways that will will help you support what what you're doing and what they're doing. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, this first this first this idea was first presented when actually when Foster Coffee came started coming into business because at the time we had another uh, store called Wasa Books and More, which was the the downtown bookstore that's going to yep. be coming back. By the way, just yes, a, exciting. Yes, in, in just a matter of a month or so. Yeah. Very but, exciting. Uh, um, but at the time, they were serving coffee, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't uh, an urgent thing at all. But uh, um, we were talking with the business owner. Uh, they said, "Well, what 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 can we do?" And I talked to them, and I said, "Well, you know, Foster is going to be a craft coffee company. Yeah. Where you, when I see the coffee come out here, there's a lot of whipped cream on top. Yeah. And I said, what if what if it's dessert coffee? Yeah. You know, um, and and which they, is a big market. It's for It's a it. big market. That's <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, they kind of took that and ran with it at the time. And so it makes you feel comfortable that, yes, it's a similar model, but you can differ- differentiate yourself that will both yeah. complement what they're doing and accentuate what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that's that's the key. Yeah. And the new model that's being created now that's coming into town. And I don't want to spoil too much because I know that they got a lot planned, the new bookstore, yeah. but they're actually going to be working with Foster. Exactly. And this model of coopetition is going to be well at work, and I think people are going to love it. I'm really, I've, I, I know as you have, I've got to see the plans and everything that's happening. It's going to be really exciting. So, well, and then we have, uh, sorry to interrupt, but we have, uh, you know, uh, Foster Coffee serves Bees Bakeries Donuts. Yeah. Um, Mer, uh, Myrtle's, is, uh, our local chocolate shop, one of our local chocolate shops here in downtown, uh, serves Cupcakes and Kisses uh, products. Yeah. So there's lots of cross-marketing, cross yeah you know, uh, competition amongst that. And it only makes sense to do that. And then you can specialize on really what you're great at and make the greatest, whatever you do. And then you can enhance your services and your offerings by utilizing some of these other local great things that you have here. And I think when businesses work together like that, and, and, and there are certainly instances where you can't work directly Absolutely. with your competitor. Absolutely. It's it just, that's yeah. obvious, but mm-hmm. in the right context and in the right environment, I think when you do that, uh, it only benefits the way you're able to service your clients. And so you have to be smart about it and know, you know, what your environment is and who your competitors are. And, you know, you can't uh, necessarily do it in every context. But I think that when you find yourself in the right environment, that that's a possibility. It's something worth exploring. It's something that's helped us. And I know it's helped a lot of businesses here. And so I think there's a lot of big advantages to it. Um, you know, I would say the only disadvantages that I can think of is doing it in the wrong context, you know, yeah. doing it in the wrong context. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I think what, what it does too, is it, even if it, the, it doesn't work out as much, it's getting you out in that environment of looking. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's getting you in, in contact with your competitor. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it creates a, again, a, 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 I use the word atmosphere, but I think that's important. Um, you might not be able to work anything out with that particular business, but you've started talking to that business. Yeah. And, and, and there's a line of communication. There could be a friendship that starts. Certainly. Um, and when you're in a downtown or a district or, or a community of businesses, that's important. Right. Being able to, to communicate with your neighbor, being able to, to share that. Because exactly. out of that can be birthed so many different things. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be swapping of products. Right. It can be... Um, collaborative sale events or, or shopping nights or well, and that so much me, more. And that brings me to kind of the, the next thing I want to talk about is social media. 
you know, as a business, we, we manage uh, almost 70 social media accounts, and a lot of those are some of the downtown businesses. But um, we're really big on sharing and liking other people's events. Mm-hmm. Here at AZ, when we see an event that's happening in our community, we'll like it, we'll share it. But, I mean, we manage, uh, like, the Pines Country Inn, the Comstock, and these are hotels. So anytime there's an event downtown or there's live music or there's a restaurant doing something or coffee's having a – or Foster's having a a coffee event, we'll, you know, post that on their pages. We'll actually create a branded graphic that's the Comstock Inn or the the Pines Country Mm -hmm. Inn and talk about uh, hosting. You know, we just did one recently where – if you're looking for a place to uh, host a bridal shower, you know, stop by the, you know, the Pines has great rooms and Abiding in the Vine has great space. And we just tag all these other businesses. And so we're always, as we're managing local social media accounts, we're always looking for local events. You know, the Lebowski is doing something great or uh, there's going to be some event happening downtown. And even some of the accounts that we do, like Woodworth Commercial or Hometown Markets that aren't necessarily event-driven, we're posting those events on their pages because I think that when people see all these businesses coming together and supporting each other, it, it, it obviously opens up the, the view and the audience, but I think it makes people feel like something great is happening. Yeah. So I think people like to see that. They like to see that unity. And it, uh, it does break <clears throat> the algorithm, right? Yeah, it, it, it certainly um, does. We had... Uh, for a time, we had Mark Jacobson from ABC 12 News, the morning crew there, yeah. uh, coming to downtown all the time <clears throat> and always looking for, you know, calling my office, looking for a story. And I asked him one day, I said, why do you, what's up with all the phone calls? You know, yeah. and, and uh, we know we're certainly happy to have you, right. but what's making, what makes Owasso so, so different here? And he said, well, when I do something in Saginaw County and I post it to our Facebook page, we might get, and this is before the Facebook really Elder came down Rivers, and yeah. yeah but he said, I might get you know fifteen to twenty thousand views, mm. but when I sh- when I share something that's in Owasso, I'll get forty to fifty thousand views wow. in just Owasso alone. Wow! And he said that's a big big deal for us sure. trying to get our sure. our word out, and and you know that sparked a conversation amongst all of us going, well, why are it, why is it so different? And just to your point, we're always so willing to share what other people do. Even when the algorithm was a little bit lighter, it just yeah. blew right through that to where yeah. people were sharing and sharing, and before you know it, the views took off. It's certainly not viral by any means, but yeah, but enough locally to, viral. Locally viral, yeah. When you get forty, fifty thousand views, yeah, that's a big deal here in local for sure, Mid Michigan. So, um, yeah, it really enticed him to keep coming back. Yeah. So it's kind of more proof to what your point is there. And I think I would encourage you, you know, depending on your type of business, but. Uh, Find local businesses and organizations that are doing events and doing things that draw people to your community and go ahead and like it and share it. Show your support. Uh, it will come back to you. It has for us. And so we're really big on, uh, on, on really just supporting other people. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people are just, maybe it's intimidation. Maybe it's fear that someone's going to be better, but I think if you just have the mindset to support I me, mean, I, I, you know, I tell my staff all the time, I get excited about anybody doing something new mm-hmm. and, and I don't care if it's, if I think it's a good idea, a bad idea, but I just get excited about somebody that has an idea that they're excited about and is willing to put themselves out there. I mean, I don't know how many people when I started my business, you know, thought, what are you doing? You're leaving this great job with great pay to, you have six kids. Like, how are you going to start a business? You don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And and even when I started my podcast, people are like, what? Well, I don't get it. I don't understand why you do not Do you make any money? And, you know, so I just, I'm excited by people. So I like to support people and what they're doing. My production guy, uh, Zach, uh, him and his buddy just started a YouTube channel. And uh, they've been at it for six weeks. And they already have over 10,000 subscribers, which wow. is Good job, guys. unreal. Yeah, no kidding. And they've had over a million views on their channel in less than six weeks. And, you know, I'm just excited for them. You know, I don't get it. I don't understand it, what, what they're doing. And, but it, and it's not necessarily my, I'm not their audience, but I'm just excited that they're doing something. And I think if people just had a little bit more enthusiasm, not just about what you're doing, but supportive of other people, I, I think you're going to find benefits Absolutely. in that. And um, so I know we're getting to the end of our episode here, but I'd like you to give our audience a good example, a successful example of co-opetition at work here in Owasso. Mm-hmm. Like who's doing it well? Well, I kind of rattled them off uh, there in succession, but um, you know the, the, the 
the works that I the work that I see between Myrtles and uh, Cup, Cupcakes and Kisses, um, really uh, also the the Foster um, Coffee Company, mm-hmm. um, their work with Bees Bakery and, and Apple Tree Lane. Yeah. Um, but from a social media standpoint, I think um, more than just swapping uh, or sharing product, um, <clears throat> Myrtles Vintage Barrel. Um, little uh, uh, antique store here mm-hmm. in the community. Um, uh, makeup by Kendra Lee, um, a Blossom uh, mm-hmm. Boutique. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a there's a, a kind of a, what I call the, the, the some of the new class of, yeah. of businesses that have moved in over the last probably two three years. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a great job sharing Aviator Jane. They do. They do a great job on social media sharing other people's uh, mm-hmm. and each other's things mm-hmm. and. And, you know, it starts off small as you're starting to build your network of people and, and your particular pages. But but uh, pay attention to those folks because they're they're really doing that. And they, they really look at each other as a team. Yeah. And they understand that idea that, that to, you know, they can their business will succeed on their own. Right. But together it just makes it that much sweeter. I think it's cool. Like Foster Coffee, they don't have a commercial kitchen per se. And they wanted to serve an espresso donut. Mm-hmm. And so they went to the local bakery and said here's some of our coffee can you make a donut out of this and they did and it's amazing and then when they went to flint michigan they found another local bakery to do the same thing for them and so it's kind of this foster coffee inspired donut it's not theirs it even they even give the shout out to the bakery like Mm -hmm. they don't even claim that it's theirs but they're you know this was made by inspired by us but maybe and it just works really well and i think uh I just think there are so many advantages to doing it if you do it well. So and I think our businesses here do amazing work with um, pop-up shops, with with community, with yeah. with the the community of business owners that that sell goods either online or out of their home. We have a great a great class of business owners here that are always willing to open up their their place for a uh, for a backdrop or for a venue mm-hmm. for those places. So, yeah. Um, you know, the small business, you, know, you can buy from Amazon, and ser- we all do. Sure. But there's just something about being able to um, support a know local the business. story behind those local business owners. Because yeah. when you learn what they do for our community to, from supporting you know, local uh, baseball teams, you mm-hmm. know, Amazon's not going to do that. They're not going to cut you a check. No. Um, the, the local business will. Mm-hmm. And then support other entrepreneurs. And I think that's the cool thing about competition, too, is, is entrepreneurs love helping entrepreneurs. Yeah. And when you do that... Um, you know, that's something very unique and only small business can do that for you. <clears throat> well, Josh, I, uh, I think you've done a great job, you know, for what it's worth, my opinion, I think you've done a good job. I've seen a lot of success happen Thank you very much. in the downtown area and I think it will continue to do so. And, uh, I know you don't certainly take credit. You're kind of a behind the scenes guy, but I think a lot of credit does go to you. And I think there's a lot of people that feel that way just in being willing to help facilitate things. And, um, so at the end of it all, you know, what does success look like to Josh Adams? Well, for, for downtown or for me? <laughs> for, for Josh, yeah, yeah for sure. you, for yourself. What, is this, what does success sure. look like? You know, um, I really don't know. Um, what yeah. makes you know you're successful? I think the idea that, that uh, being fulfilled in what I do, whatever that is, and, that, yeah. you know, and I think in uh, all of everybody's life you go through stages you go through different lives of of mm-hmm. what you do and mm-hmm. and if it's helping people and if i'm finding fulfillment into that that's success for me yeah and i know josh and i both are men of faith mm-hmm. and uh, so we believe very wholeheartedly that we have a divine purpose god Absolutely. gives us a calling and you know some people think being called to do something for god means being a pastor or being a missionary or and they kind of limit it to those two things, mm-hmm. you know. But I think God calls people to do a lot of different things. And when I was a young man, all I wanted to do was be a youth pastor. And I did that for a while. But God has brought me to this point. Never would have thought I'd be doing this. But I am more confident today than ever that I'm fulfilling my purpose, uh, in, in, uh, God's purpose in my life. Mm-hmm. And there's just fulfillment in that. Yeah, there absolutely. really is fulfill- fulfillment in that. Absolutely. So <clears throat> if there's someone out there, local business, entrepreneur, that has heard this today and thought, I, I would like to do that i would like to kind of start this idea of coopetition uh, maybe they have a business that they have in mind that they'd like to approach but maybe they're afraid to do it what would be a good first step you would encourage them to do this sounds weird but buy from your competitor hmm. <laughs> introduce yourself and absolutely be, be a consumer of your competitor yeah. uh, get no, to know them nothing nothing 
there's no no bigger impact than being being a consumer. Right. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways. You know, we we get you know, downtown businesses get lots of people coming in asking for things on occasion. And, Absolutely. And you know, the one thing that I've noticed is that they'll they'll walk in and go, well, will you give to such and such? Oh, how long have you been here? I've never been here before. Exactly. You know, uh, and and to a business owner, if you're the if you are a client, if you're a consumer, they're going to give to you. Right. Um, same thing with a competitor. I think if you were to um, use their product, um, uh, encourage them, be that first step of, uh, oh, be that open door, I think, and, and be that first person to lay down that, uh, whatever that, com- you know, competition's great. It's, it, you know, I'm all for, for it. Me too. Um, but, uh, I think there are times when it, laying that down and, um, just being that open door can, can be that first step. It kind of shakes you, shakes yeah, people at first. For too. sure. But it's it's a good first step. Yeah, let them know. You know, it's like you don't ask a girl to marry you on your first date. Exactly. So you know, buy her a drink mm-hmm. or buy her some you know coffee first. Mm-hmm. Take her on a date. Uh, and the same thing if you're looking to approach somebody, you know, get to know them. Go buy something from them. Talk to them. Ask them about their business. Take interest, and then exactly. maybe the opportunity will present itself. So, Josh, I always ask our guests this, but give us Josh Adams' best piece of advice, and it can be related to competition. Doesn't have to be, but. <clears throat> I'm just gonna, a piece of yeah, advice. I'm going to tell you three things that I tell my son all the okay. time. Um, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're just looking to get a job, just a, a job to get you through to college, whatever. Uh, three things. Um, be, a, be willing to do what no one else wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the person in the room when the crap hits the fan, that you're the only one keeping, keeping it together, be yeah. that person. Yeah. Um, be, that, be that one steady state person that can that can help bring things back together. Yeah. Um, and then be nice. Just be nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think our world needs that more than ever. Just be, Just be kind. Nice. Be kind. Be kind. Yep. Great advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that would apply to anybody, whether that you're anybody. just a person or a business yep. owner or whatever. So good advice. Well, Josh, thank you for being on the show today. If someone out there is wanting to get a hold of you and talk about uh, Main Street, uh, talk about coopetition. Um, just wants to look up Owasso Main Street. Tell our audience how they can find you in Owasso Main Street. Sure. So Owasso Main Street is our organizational brand, um, but we also, well, everything that you see downtown Owasso is Owasso Main Street. So we have our organizational brand, and then we have our destination brand, which is downtown Owasso. So if you went to just downtownowasso.org, we'll have everything about our program, everything about what we're doing here in downtown. Um, and then personally, just you can email me at downtownowasso uh, at gmail.com. Okay. All right. Well, again, thanks for being here today. Look him up, and uh, I think we've heard some really good things. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. Maybe you found something you can take away and inspire you. If you're in a situation where you think, man, I, I know somebody that I want to approach, maybe take some of this advice and go get to know them and buy from them, support your local company, and uh, be willing to put yourself out there. And so thank you for joining us on our show today. As my mother always said, you can't and never could until you tried. So get out there and try something great, my friends, and don't take the easy way out. We'll see you next time.